Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Monday, April 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Chinese equipment maker Huawei looks like it will play a role in Germany's 5G build-out, despite protests by the United States. Next, a technical measure of Eurozone's investors' inflation expectations has fallen to its lowest level in years. Then, the FT reports that Purdue Pharma, the makers of OxyContin, tried to profit off the rehab therapies meant to treat opioid addicts. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Despite hand-wringing from the United States, it looks like the Chinese telecoms equipment maker, Huawei, won't be left out of Germany's 5G network build-out. In an interview with the FT, Germany's federal network agency president, Jakin Holman, said that it's taking a position that, quote, no equipment supplier, including Huawei, should or may be specifically excluded. The U.S. has put pressure on European governments to ban Huawei infrastructure from 5G networks. There's concern that the Chinese government could use Huawei for espionage or cyber sabotage. But Mr. Homan pointed out that banning Huawei from the process would cause problems for operators looking to have 5G networks since they all work with Huawei technology already. A new ban on Huawei, Mr. Homan says, would delay the rollout of the digital networks. The European Central Bank will have to convince doubters that it's willing to use fresh stimulus after finding that investors' inflation expectations have fallen to their lowest level for three years. In 2014, ECB President Mario Draghi highlighted a five-year, five-year inflation swap rate at the U.S. Federal Reserve's annual retreat. The rate matters because it shows what investors believe inflation will be over a five-year horizon. If it's constantly below the central bank's 2% target, it puts pressure on the central bank to take action and stimulate the economy. When the ECB halted the expansion of its quantitative easing in December, that rate was at 1.6%. Since then, it's fallen to 1.36%. That's its lowest level since 2016. Policymakers will meet next on June 6th, when new economic forecasts will also be unveiled. The FT reports that U.S. drug maker Purdue Pharma attempted to profit from the opioid crisis by making a takeover approach for Reckitt Bankheiser's addiction treatment business. Many states have already accused Purdue of fueling the opioid epidemic with its painkiller OxyContin. Sources told the FT that in 2014, Purdue approached Reckitt Bankheiser, now known as Indivior, but did not report it. Reckitt's former pharma division makes opioid replacement therapies developed to wean addicts off heroin, and prescription painkillers like Purdue's OxyContin. Purdue has been hit with more than a 1,000 lawsuits for its role in the opioid addiction crisis. The company says it may consider filing for bankruptcy. Reckitt and Indivior declined to comment. And here's a closer look at one of today's big stories. About $30 billion is at stake as Apple and U.S. chipmaker Qualcomm head to court today. The upcoming weeks-long trial deals with Apple and four companies in its supply chain accusing Qualcomm of overcharging chip royalties. But it's not just a lot of money on the line. The lawsuits could change how the chip design business runs altogether. FT reporter Camilla Hodson explains why. So the case beginning today is the latest in a string of long legal fights between Apple and Qualcomm, 
most of those have been antitrust cases, but this one's a bit different because it's about the contracts between Qualcomm and Apple's suppliers, who also supply other phone makers, and whether those contracts were fair. Apple is arguing that Qualcomm overcharged for royalties on its modem chips that go inside phones, but Qualcomm has said that Apple owes it billions in unpaid royalty fees, and that's because about two and a half years ago, Apple told its suppliers to stop paying the fees on grounds that the fees were too high, and they haven't paid since. What's Qualcomm's reaction to the charges? Qualcomm disagrees that it's overcharging. Um, It says Apple has tried to use its size and its clout to pay less than what's fair. As it stands, phone makers have to pay for Qualcomm's modem chips, as well as pay royalty fees on every phone that they make for the use of patented features that are contained in the chips, even if the chip in the phone isn't a Qualcomm chip. But Qualcomm says that's fair because companies should be paying to use the technology that it worked hard to develop. There seems to be a lot at stake for Qualcomm here. As you pointed out in your story, the potential charges alone could be four times what Qualcomm generated in net income in 2016. What would being found guilty do to their business? So the damages would be huge or could potentially be huge, but the case has wider importance for Qualcomm because it really gets to the heart of its licensing business model. Its licensing division earned about two-thirds of its total earnings before tax last year, even though Qualcomm's other main division, which is chips, had much higher sales. If other licensees see the case go in Apple's favour, it paves the way for them to demand lower fees too, which might mean that Qualcomm ultimately has to change how its business works and try and shift more of its profits into its chips division. Now, if the case goes in the other direction, Apple might get saddled with huge back payments. What's the ripple effect for them? Yeah, so if the case goes in Qualcomm's favour, Apple might have to pay back billions of dollars. But the fight between the two companies has also put Apple in a difficult spot for developing a 5G iPhone. And that's because Apple now relies on Qualcomm's main rival, Intel, for chips. But there are rumors that Intel's 5G chip isn't going to be ready for Apple's planned 5G iPhone, which they want to release in 2020. So Apple could reach a settlement with Qualcomm, which already has a 5G chip, and go back to using them. But it's not clear how soon they'd need to do that in order to get the phones ready for release in 2020 anyway. What are some of the broader effects of this case? What could this mean for chip making as a whole? Yeah, so some people are saying if Apple wins, the whole business of developing chips is going to get cheaper. And so instead of Qualcomm being this dominant figure, other chip makers could come back into the fray and develop more products. Not only chip makers, but phone makers could potentially develop their own chips. Some already are doing that, and there is kind of talk of Apple maybe trying to develop its own 5G chip, which would make sense in the context of the Intel potential problem and the battle with Qualcomm. But a problem with that is that it could take years and years, like up to like eight years maybe. So it's not something that would be immediate, but it could be a long-term development. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be continuing to follow the closely watched results from Wall Street banks in the first quarter as Goldman Sachs and Citigroup expect to release earning reports today. This has been your FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for your latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation 
or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.